Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What made you think that he liked you? Because he would say, I'm going to make you my wife one day. Um, but not in the letter. Not in the letter. Because you deny all that, right? This is the plaintiff, Devin Dietrich. She says she stored two brand new flat screen TVs at the defendant's apartment. And when she rebuffed his advances, he became mad and now refuses to give her the TVs. Then just a spidery told her he sold the TVs. How could he do this to her? It's outrageous. Bottom line, she's suing him here and now for the $1,599.99 she's owed. And she can't wait to see his face when the judge lowers the gavel against him today. This is the defendant, Christopher Arroyo. He says the plaintiff had no place to live and asked him to store the TVs at his house. Then she hinted she wanted to move in with him, but he said no because he has a girlfriend and she wouldn't take too kindly to another female living with him. He told the plaintiff to come get the TVs because space was limited in his apartment. She didn't take them and he got rid of them. That's right, she abandoned them. He doesn't have them anymore and he owes nothing. He's accused of tossing two TVs. All parties, please use your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see it? Come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome in. Devin Detris. Hello. You are Hello. suing Christopher Arroyo for $1,599.99 of value that it's going to cost you to replace two TVs that you entrusted to him that he got rid of. Tell me how this came about. Okay. Good morning. Um, so during... Um, the beginning of October 2017, my mother and I were going through a really hard time of our life. Um, our landlord had had some illegal pipelines, so we had no gas, no hot water, and no heat. So I was staying with family and friends during those times until I found my apartment. And um, I knew Christopher Arroyo. He was a family friend for many years. He lived right around the corner from my mother's home, so it was very convenient. Um, I was staying there for. You were about, close to the sister, is that it? Yes. Okay. We, we all live in the same area. Yeah. Um, so, um, when I was I was staying there for a while. How many days did you stay there? I was there for about two months. Um, Where would you stay when you were there? I was staying in his son's room with the door closed. 
Um, no relations with him whatsoever. Okay, did the son live there? Yes, the son lived there. Correct. Okay, so where was the son sleeping when you were there? The son would sleep with him. With him? Yes. When, to make room for you? Um, you? No, it was already like that before when before okay. I stayed How old is the son? Five. Okay, so go ahead. Yeah, so um, when I stopped staying, him and I got into a disagreement. What did you get into a disagreement about? Well, because uh, when... Basically, to get me jealous because I didn't want to be with him. Or wait, have wait, anything. you skipped the whole part. <laughs> yeah, it says Sorry. who he wanted to be with you. Yeah, yeah absolutely not. How, how did he want it? What gave you the impression that he mm. wanted to be with you, that he would go out and try to make you jealous? Right. Um, well, he would say little comments to me. He's wrote me um, letters saying... Do you have the letters? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, saying that how much he loves me, that he'll do anything for me, that... Um, that he loves me as a friend, just all these things that he said, oh, well, like that, little comments. Well, loves you as a friend is safe. What, what, I mean, what, well, I mean, there's been many other things. That well, he, then tell me the other things. What made you think that he liked you? Because he would say, I'm going to make you my wife one day. Um, but not in the letter. Not in the letter. Because you deny all that, right? Yeah. Right. Okay, so go ahead. Yeah. Um, so... He would say these things to me, so I started, I didn't want to stay there because I started to feel uncomfortable, and so um, I came, it was a one night where I was in desperate need of somewhere to stay. I asked him if I could stay there. He said he had a girl coming over for spring break week, so I said, oh, that's no fine, but I did address that. Hold on one second. Let me read the letter okay. out loud. I'm so sorry for what you are going through. I like to see you happy. I'm sorry for if I make you uncomfy sometimes or a bunch of times. You are my best friend. I do love you in that way. I do not want to lose what we have, including when I said that I love you. Just had to get it off my chest and not bottle it up, because when you do that, it'll eat you away. I mean everything that I tell you, and that's facts. Be safe, and I really want you to be happy, and I will be here for you no matter what. One love, Chris. Okay, so go on. Right, um, so I stopped staying there. Um... Wait, but how did the fight, what was the fight about? Because yes. you brought somebody else to live there? No, no, I, I don't care who What was the with. fight about? You called the it a fight. I right. didn't. So the disagreement that we had was because he wouldn't let me stay there because he had another girl coming over. That was fine. Oh. But I just addressed him that I felt like he was kind of doing that malicious to make me jealous because Wait, I didn't I'm sorry. want to be You're with him. You're not paying rent and you are staying there at his generosity if he wants to say, okay, enough already. He right, can. which which was fine, which I was like, okay, and I stopped staying there, you know, I never so ever went there again. So what was the disagreement about? Th that was the disagreement that I that I was telling him, you know, you're kind of being malicious, not letting me stay there because I don't want to be with you. And because if I never, you know, if I would have been with him, it would have never been an issue. Or if I've never said anything. Let's say that's true. So what? Get right. out. It's his place. It's not your Absolutely, place. You which to... I never went back. Okay. Which so I never tell me about back. the TVs that you're suing for. So the TVs I had there while in his house, and he knew that I had, couldn't, got, I couldn't wait, get when, them. Wait, 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 stop. When did you get the TVs? I purchased the TVs January 27th. Um, I had them there. When you were couch surfing in different places? I was staying with, yes, I was staying you're with other people. You're couch surfing. You're homeless. Essentially, yeah, you I, buy two big screen TVs. Why? Why don't you well, wait I have until a job. you have a home? I've had a job. I've had a job for four years. So why didn't you have a home? Because I couldn't, I couldn't no, I know, home. but it's kind. Don't you think it's a little weird to buy two big screen TVs while you're couch surfing? Where was all the rest of your stuff? Um, I had stuff in my mother's house. I had stuff in my grandmother's house for so my previous apartment. So why didn't you bring apartment. the TVs to your mom or your grandma where you knew there wouldn't be a problem? Right. Well, because I w didn't have any transportation to move the TVs at the time. So I explained that to him. He knew that. I offered him money for the storage fees and everything like that. Well, what did like he that. say when you said, I'm not taking them with me. I need to store them in your apartment? Absolutely fine. He never said anything. He said, what you can exactly leave them here as long. What exactly did he say? He said, you can leave them here until you find your apartment. 
Okay, and then That's what right. happened? And so um, after when we got into the argument on March 24th of him not letting me stay there because he wanted other uh, other girls to stay there, which is totally fine by me. But well, one other girl. He was moving okay. somebody in. As he says, yeah. I'm um, sorry, what, what, you're smiling like you know something and you're not No, I'm just me. saying... I, I don't believe, I, I don't know what he does with his personal life, but um, I'm as far as I know, what he's said to me and his son has said to me, it's multiple girls, but I mean, like, yeah, it doesn't okay. matter Can to we, me. Let's get to your TVs. Why are you leaving yeah. them there? I left them because I had nowhere to store with them. Well, I you offered did, him though. money. You had stuff in your mother's, stuff in your grandmother's. Yeah, but nothing you just large. didn't feel, right, it was inconvenient to get a truck, I know. I know, because the rest of us have to get trucks. We know. So, yeah, it was inconvenient, so you didn't You're feel like eight. doing it. So you left it there, and the guy was complaining. How many times did you complain? Well, I was out of... Hold on. How many times did you complain? Three times, man. Who did Three. you complain to? I complained to Devin. When was the first time you complained to Devin? The, the 24th. Of March? Yes, ma'am. And you told her what? Uh, come get the TVs out the house. And what did she say? She said, she had said... My mother's gonna come get them. I said, okay, your TVs are outside. And she said, okay, thank you. And did you put the TVs outside? Yes, ma'am. Where did you put them? Outside in front of the house. And then what happened? Her, I called her mother. Her mother said, oh, I'm trying to get, have, pick them up. Her mother called me back about 20 minutes later. Why would you leave them outside of the house? Or TVs that are I was standing outside with them. Oh, oh, oh. All right, and so you're waiting for the mother outside, and the what happens? Calls me back in 20 minutes, saying my husband, my husband does not want her stuff in my house. That's a lie. Well, why didn't you go pick up the TVs if that was a plan? I'm disabled. I have. Uh, well, then why was I, it the plan for you to pick up the TV? First of all, I asked him if I said I cannot come get these right now, please. Yeah, but you were supposed to, right? That's why you're calling him to ask him for an extension. I didn't call him. He called me. Okay. Did he your said, daughter ask me. you to pick up the TVs? You didn't yes, say sir. nothing about it. No, no. The... I need you to listen to my question. Did your daughter ask you to go pick up the TVs? Um, after he spoke to me. Okay. And then did you tell your daughter you were going to go pick up the TVs? I said that I couldn't because I wouldn't fit in my vehicle. Okay. Right. That, so was then, the, that was the answer. I told so then why her. are you, so you're calling him and saying what? I didn't call him. He called no, he me. He called my he mother. He calls you and you say what? I asked him, please, if can you hold these for a few days until she gets her apartment? I said, I'm in the process of moving because of what the landlord did. You know, I, I'm packing up everything, you know? And I asked her, I said, please, you know, do this from, for me, you know, out of your and kindness. And what did he say? He said, yeah, I'll leave him here for a few days. Okay, did that Your happen? Honor, I have the phone log from Sprint saying that she did call me back. And okay. I she called you back. She called you back, you call her. I, I and really, I told I her, care. I gave her until April 1st. I said, is that what you said in the yes. phone conversation? No, yes, ma'am. Okay. April 1st, and that's it. I, they're out. No, he didn't. Okay. And this conversation takes place on what day? The March 20th, 24th? March 24th. What do you do with the TVs, by the way? I already put them out, ma'am. No, but you just, well, I was going to put out two brand new TVs. You I, didn't sell I, them? I, you didn't give them to somebody? No, ma'am. Well, I then you're an idiot. Out. I don't know why you wouldn't just give them to somebody <laughs> and then just, or are you lying to me now? No, ma'am. I just want You literally like, put them out on the street to make somebody's day. I just put them out, ma'am. I don't want nothing to do with. Did you video that action or? or no, I just. Put it out. Did you did you tell anybody you were putting it out on no. the date? What day did you put them out? The 13th. And why did you wait from the 1st to the 13th, just to give more time? Yes, ma'am. I gave did, did you have any contact with anybody between the 1st and the 13th? No. What made you so mad? The, on, on, on March 24th, she was just being very disrespect, disrespectful to me and calling me certain names. Like, like what? Boy, the P, uh, female. 
Okay. According to you, was she making passes at you? Some, sometimes she'll come in and say, oh, I don't know if I should be with you. My family wouldn't approve. And I'll be, and I'll be like, we're just, we're just friends. Right? Like, we already had this discussion, just friends. Wait, when did you it. have that discussion? In January. Welcome back to the People's Court, Harvey Levin here. So, if you're dating a guy, how'd you feel if he says, you know what, I'm gonna move into an apartment and I'm getting a female roommate? I'd be mad, I'd be so mad at him because I'm his girlfriend, he can't be with another girl. That's but he says, look, it's just platonic, come on. No, no. not happen at all, no. Really? Not at all. Not Why, at all. why? Because that's my guy, that's my guy. I know, but he says I am and, and I'm not gonna do anything. Nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. You're saying guys are dogs. Yeah. Okay, going inside the guardroom. <laughs> Did you ever make a pass at her? No. Did she ever make a pass no. at you? It's kind of bizarre that you would say to somebody who has two of your TVs still and who opened, Absolutely. I haven't finished my sentence, and who had let you sleep on his, in his son's bedroom, them into like this, I don't give a blank, honestly, but for you to go run your mouth like a little blank is whack. I just cursed Jasmine out, thanks a lot, you blank boy and my mom coming to vet my TVs, get. And then you say, I don't even know how to pronounce, I, that's how my kids say, I'm a, a boy, use a hoe, your TV's outside. Oh. All right, and uh, that's all on March 24th. Where's the evidence that he agreed to keep it after that? By the way, by then you had, when had she, would you say that on March 24th you had, uh, on, on that day before this insult stuff, she was okay to keep her TVs there. It's the insult stuff that made you say, that's it, get out of here. When you start disrespecting and I'm trying to help you, I don't want nothing to do with you. And then on April 20th, that day, she had her mother, I was walking my, with my son from school and her mother came in front of my house, spoke to me and I was I, politely, and I said, I gave you until April 1st, it's April 20th. I got them, I got rid of the TVs a week later I gave you enough ample well, time. Well, two weeks later, according to you. Ample time to come get the TVs. Oh, how, did, and she started getting loud in front of my son and. Okay. I'm kind of trying to understand when you call someone a blank boy and a, and a female body part and you have this nasty text stuff that you have with them. And then you think you can keep your TV there another month and not bother to get a truck. I'm trying to, you know, a friend with a truck, um, you know, a, a, a big guy who's a friend who can carry them one at a time. It's inconvenient as heck. But where do you come off thinking everybody has to do for you? That's the part I don't understand. You know, it's so stupid to have bought two TVs while you're couch surfing. But hey, people do stupid stuff all the time. Then you've got a place that you can keep them. And then you burn that bridge by insulting him. Clearly, when you're insulting him and you're calling him these nasty names, why would you think that he would keep your stuff after that at all? Why would you not think your permission to store things there were revoked? Then your mother gets involved and asks for a few more days, and then there's a few more days, but you don't surface until April 20th? Um, you know, come on. All he has to do, according to the law, is keep that stuff for a reasonable amount of time. And reasonable depends on the circumstances. If the guy had thrown him out in an hour, this would be a different case. Two hours, a day, two days. It's literally almost three weeks. Who do you think you are? My verdict is for the defendant. Uh, by the way, just so you don't think I'm stupid, I don't think he put them out on the curb. I sold okay? them. 
But I saw them. Well, the judge lowers the boom on the plaintiff. She does not get what she was saying. I'm intrigued to know what you're thinking about what the judge just said to you. Step up here. I have nothing to say. Really? I mean, do you think you acted kind of stupidly? Absolutely not. No? Absolutely not. Like talking to him, yes. What do you think? How do you think she I, I believe she should have told him she was sorry for what she said, but he's absolutely wrong. Because I did go to his house and I asked he's him. He's a liar. He's a blatant well, liar. The judge believes him and that you lose. I'm sorry. That's you, fine. It's okay. He's the bum. It's okay. But you're the one who lost out. That's okay. Yeah. I can buy other ones. That's fine. He needs them more than I do. He's the one that sold the God TV. bless. Okay. We Good luck. Someone Thanks. told us he sold them. Well, let's find out. All right. Very interesting. Mr. Arroyo, I am intrigued to know what happened to the TVs. You just put them out on the front of the house? Yes, sir. I put them right Did out. they disappear? And when I went out the next day, they were gone. They were. That's what happens in some yeah. big cities. Yeah. You don't want to hold trash away? Put the mattress yep, out front? I didn't front? want nothing to do with... Somebody steals what, it. Yep. I didn't want nothing to do with anything with them, with that family. Okay. It's over. Uh, you, you feel all right? You don't feel yeah. guilty? At first, but good people always have a feel of guilt of what I was. I feel I was right. Well, I think the judge agrees. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Okie Harvey? Okay, Doug, if you think you're in possession of abandoned property, you got to know the laws vary not only from state to state, in some cases city to city. So go online, check your city, and see what the rules are for abandoned property. And that will do it for this case, litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is the plaintiff, Constantinos Saras. He says he purchased a used Mercedes-Benz from the defendant, and as it turns out, the defendant falsified the inspection sticker. That's right, the car won't pass inspection, and the defendant committed a fraud. He also sold him a warranty which is worthless because the car has over 100,000 miles on it. What a snake. He's here in the name of justice, seeking the $3,969.20 he's owed for repairs and a new inspection sticker. This is the defendant, Sam Moribat. He says the car the plaintiff bought came without a warranty, and he opted to purchase one from the finance company, and it covered two years or 24,000 miles. This guy was a clown from the get-go. He's tried to scam the warranty company. He's slandering his good name and business, and the judge is going to see right through him like a piece of holy Swiss cheese. Owe him all this money? Ha! He's accused of taking advantage of a customer. The defendant has filed a counter suit for $5,000 for defamation and slander. All parties, please raise your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff bought a Mercedes from the defendant and says he falsified the inspection sticker and it didn't pass. But the defendant says the plaintiff's a scammer. It's the case of a bad case of the Benz. Thank you, Douglas. Constantino Saras, you are suing Quality Auto Sales of Uniondale, represented here by Sam Morabet. You're the owner? Yes, ma'am. Okay. 
for $3,969.20 in repairs that you say the Mercedes he sold you is going to need. You are counterclaiming against him for $500. You say he still owes you on the transaction, plus $4,500 for defamation of character. What went wrong, Mr. Saras? What's going on here? Okay, on uh, April 7th, uh, I purchased the uh, 2008 Mercedes E350 from Quality Auto Sales. Uh, as I was driving the car for about three weeks, on May 2nd of 2018, I, I noticed some issues and I brought it into the uh, uh, my nearest Mercedes-Benz dealership. Okay. Okay, when I brought it in for inspection, they noticed a numerous amount of problems. Number one being that the car was given a New York State inspection uh, which was fraudulent. It would never pass because uh, it has more than 70% uh, darkness on the windows. And that's an automatic failure in New okay, York State. So you have proof that it's a fake inspection. Okay, when you say it's a fake inspection. No, when you say it's a fake inspection. Okay. Do you have proof of it being a fake inspection sticker? I Do have, I have. Uh, documented information from the dealership stating that it would not pass with with the darkness that's on the windows. Okay, can I see that, please? Sure. Were the tints put on after that inspection? Honestly, this is the way we got the car, Your Honor. With the tints on it? Yes. And then you had an inspection done after you got the yes, car? Yes, and this is the inspection receipt from a third party that has nothing to do with me. Okay. So he does have a, uh, something in writing from the Mercedes-Benz dealership saying, Recommend to remove window tint. Window tint will not pass New York State inspection due to being darker than 70%. I don't know how they figure that by eyeballing it, but uh, he has the inspection report, which I presume you have a copy of, so you know it passed yeah. inspection. He was in the office when this car went to inspection. Where did it go in, uh, for inspection? There's a gas station next to us. They do inspection. Is that accurate? Were you in the office when it went to the gas station? They took it to the gas station, which was in another town. And then you I didn't have see this. it. Not including have the. Have you taken it to be inspected again, and has it failed? No. I'm okay. Just... So what else is the problem? Okay, uh, I'm going to start from the beginning. The window tint has to be removed. The rubber hoses are cracked. Um, the power steering hoses are, are leaking. The sun visors inside are not working. Uh, the, the car was given with a How little... How are the sun visors not working? The sun visors, when you when you pull the sun visor down, it does not illuminate. Okay, okay. so all the light these, doesn't work. All okay. these are hazards, safety hazards. Okay, well, I don't know. I consider it a tremendous safety hazard if I can't see my makeup correctly. However, <laughs> how is that a safety hazard? And how is that not something you see when you buy the used car? This car had over 100,000 miles, right? Yes, ma'am. Did, did he end up getting any kind of warranty? Yes, he did. Oh, he did? Yes. So that, have you made a warranty claim for the things that are covered? Or, uh, out of, for uh, the initial, uh, when I took the car in, you have a list there that was paid by the warrant, by the service contract, the warranty company. Okay. But the bottom line is, when you produce a, an inspection sticker in New York State, and I filed a complaint with DMV, which they will get fined in the near future. Well, that means, do you have any evidence that this inspection is false? Other than that Mercedes says, ah, that would have never passed inspection. That's Mercedes' opinion. I got that. You got that in writing. Now, did it fail inspection? Or did you ever look this up and follow up and have proof here in court that this is fake? 
how how could I look at that? How could I, I look I, at it? I think it's, it's very automatic easy. failure. You, you my, could, my no, witness no, no. Is the you dealer. just you simply go to the place that inspected it and ask them, is this legitimate or is this doctored up? Did you pass this car? Do you have any record that you passed the car? And how could you pass it if there was this problem? I mean, whatever, you know, something. Uh, now, what happened here? He, he yeah. calls you. When do you first understand that your client has this much discontent? This man is something else. Twice in my office, he started using foul language. I said, you don't have to sign this contract. Leave. You don't, allow, you, know, you don't have to buy the car from me. I wasn't even in the office. My landlord, who's another dealer, I shared that, you know, I rent space from him. He asked him for the key. He gave him the key. He spent two hours in the car by the time I got from my, uh, my house to the dealership. He looked at it. Everything is fine. I said, there's no warranty. You, have to, you would like to buy an extended warranty? He said, yes, sure, I would. He bought the warranty. We put the plates in. He leaves. I made the mistake, and I told him that I'm going away for three weeks because I'm a stage four kidney you know, disease. And he said, yeah, How fine. How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm fine. And he said, is it okay if I pay you the other $500 when you come back? And I said, fine. Because he still owed you $500? Yes, he does. Why did you release a car if he still owed you $500? No, no. In the contract, he signed that he will pay me the $500 one week after. It, I know, it's but signed. why? But listen, I'm, I'm trying. Okay. Here he is. Here I'm, I'm trying to sell. I was leaving the country on the 17th. And it was the 15th he wants to pay. We, we let it go. In, in the mechanic shop, and I have a, an authorized letter from my mechanic. I, he said to me, I have a feeling that you're something with this car for me. I said. That what? That you, me with this deal. That's his exact words. I said to him, if you want to go back to my dealership, take back your $2,000 down payment and bring me the car back. That's it. I'm done with you because he is a foul man. I have proof that the way he treats people with his reviews, everybody is a wet rag, a ghetto, a thief. I have everything here. I saw that. Do you post reviews under a uh, pseudonym? Under what? Do, who is this individual, Robert? That's email that I use. I use that. It email. is something you use, yes. and uh, you have like you have at, at a minimum. What I've seen is thirty-eight different business establishments that you have um, no. posted your reviews on. It says thirty-eight contrib contributions. Hooters from people that here. Gas stations. People that here. Hair shops. Everybody's a thief. Everybody is a ghetto. <coughs> Everybody is out to get him. He's the innocent guy, it. and everybody is guilty. Can somebody commit? defamation on social media. If it's wrong, of course he can. If he's wrong. I mean, social media is where everybody can say whatever they want to say they say, but can you get sued for what you say? Yeah, I'm sure it's very possible. I mean, I'm sure it's happened before and I think it can happen again. You think you're safe on social media if you uh, tell lies about people? Um, I would say just given the volume of uh, posts and everything, I don't think anyone takes anything on social as serious as they would at other outlets. So fake social, fake social, fake okay. news. Going inside the courtroom. According to your mechanic, he did more than that with the mechanic. He offered him $1,000 to give him a phony invoice because he went to Atlantic City and he wanted <coughs> him to say something about something happened to the car in Atlantic City. I have an authorized letter from my mechanic. And I've seen that uh, that notarized letter. The mechanic says that you literally walked in there and said you'd give him a cut of a scam if you you'd give him a thousand bucks if he would just write a letter saying that their mechanical damage happened in Atlantic City. That's not true, Your Honor. He's just That's totally not... putting himself out there. Why? They're they're lying on that side. And, and I did contact him. He was on vacation, and I did contact and him. And according through to emails. him, also you acknowledge that you still owe five hundred dollars. 
How could I owe five hundred dollars? Well, that's what the contract says. It was paid upon the. Do you have a receipt for the five hundred dollars? I can't because they don't take uh, they don't take uh, checks or credit cards. All they take is cash. That's fine, and you can. And apparently, you can't get a receipt when you hand cash to someone. They don't want to give it. They don't. They they just take the cash and they stick it in their pocket. That's that's the way they work. They do underhanded business. My, ca- my yeah. cash is in my hand, and cash doesn't leave this hand without right. a receipt coming into this well, one. Well, that was a mistake I did. I didn't get a receipt. He could say, I owe him $2,000, just Except like he's saying. he's it. not. Yeah, he's I, saying, you saying owe him you. the 500 your contract states, and so, by the way, is the mechanic saying that you said, I'll pay you the 500 when you get back. That's, let, what, the, that's let, what the mechanic testifies can, to in the affidavit. Can that okay, mechanic, now you have a counterclaim against him that, for that, defamation. That, 500 for the on. remaining balance owed and 4,500 for defamation. What is that from? Your Honor, he posted on Google that I'm a thief, that I am, uh, he's gonna shut me down, he's gonna call, he called the police on me. The police never showed up. And he, he said he's preparing for a class action lawsuit. Where did he post this? Yelp and Google. Yelp and Google, he's a Yelper. Okay, quality auto sales together with HP auto sales. That's your landlord. That's my landlord. And it has have nothing, nothing to do with, do with the, the sale. No. Are the biggest crooks around? One must understand the financing business to understand in what extent they get ripped off. Sam, the finance guy, does nothing but raise the price of the vehicle, of what the bank allows, so that they make the most money and your down payment is lost in the shuffle, meaning the cash down goes right in their pocket, but deducted from the total price of the car. Henry is another thief. A complete liar. They sold me a vehicle that supposedly passed inspection with numerous amounts of problems. Sam has said to me he does not answer his phone because he feels he does not want to talk to customers. First of all, why did you throw HP auto sales in there if that's just his landlord? He's partners with them, landlord slash partner, no, but you're not no, being told that. Another, listen, let me tell you something. You are very reckless. I've read your posts on Yelp, and you feel like your First Amendment right allows you to say what you want. It it's does. Opinion. Then, it, no. Mm. See, opinion is, I hate these guys. They're awful. I, they're, you know, even, even crook is kind of so, def- it's so like, um, it's almost bordering <laughs> on opinion. But when you start putting specific facts, they ripped me off. They raised the price. They yeah. swindle you during a, he is a thief. Yeah. A thief isn't an opinion. A thief is a fact. A complete liar is a fact. They sold me a vehicle that supposedly passed inspection. It did. Sam has said to me, I don't answer the phone because he doesn't want to talk to customers. Do you ever say that? Never say okay. that. Okay, but you actually throw in another company for good men. Are you out of your mind? This is defamation. Let me tell you, very little of what I see is actually defamation. (laughs) This one is. Take the post down. I am ordering $500 for you to pay for the remaining amount that you owe them, and I am ordering another $500 for good measure until this day for defamation. Take the post down. You are reckless on the internet. And on top of that, you're dead wrong in court about the law. You have zero warranty with them. It's an as-is sale. They owe you bupkis. And you have zero proof that there is a falsified inspection sticker. My verdict in your lawsuit against the defendant is for the defendant. And my verdict on the defendant's defamation lawsuit against you and his lawsuit for the remaining balance is he owes you $500 and he owes you another $500 for defamation until this day. If he doesn't take it down, sue him again. Thank you very much. Sue him again. Thank you, Ron.
Put it mildly, Mr. C.S., you just had the book thrown at you by the judge. Yep, I sure did. <laughs> In no uncertain terms. Plus, you got to take the post down. Yeah. Or he can sue you again. I and I bet you he will. Yeah, well, he can, he can do whatever he wants to do. Well, okay. Okay. This wasn't a good day for you here in court. Sorry. On the other hand, it was a good day for you. Thank you, sir. Yeah. This customer is from hell. I think it should be a database for customers like him so nobody can sell him a chewing gum. <laughs> chewing gum, okay. Yes. Congratulations, thank, thank you. you very much. Okay, well, social media is no different than anything else. And the fact is that if you do defame somebody, you can get sued. And that will do it for this case, litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Eve Stout. She says she and the defendant were planning on getting married. But six months before the wedding, he abruptly called things off. She was very hurt. She just purchased her wedding dress and also paid for the reception hall. Well, they don't get refunds with only six months notice. And just because he walked out on their relationship doesn't mean he can walk out on the money he cost her. So she's suing him for the $4,557. She's now out. This is the defendant, Tamel Hilliard. He says he and the plaintiff had a joint bank account, so everything that was paid for for the wedding came from that shared account. They both lost money on the wedding hall deposit, and that stinks, but what stinks worse is marrying someone who's not a good fit for you. Bottom line, sorry things didn't work out, but they're both out money. That's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. He's accused of letting down a lover. All parties, please use your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, these litigants were engaged, but he called off the wedding. She's now on the hook for thousands of bucks, but the defendant says they both lost money. It's the case of with this ring, I do flee. Thank you, Douglas. Eve in. Stout? Yes. Um, you are suing your former fiance, Tamel Hilliard, for yes. $4,557 that you say he owes you and refuses to repay. Talk to me and tell me what happened. All right, me and Tamal was engaged to be married on April 7th, 2018. We had a certain agreements in place um, in reference to about back child support he had owed, um, a card note payment that needed to be Tell paid. Tell me about those. That's what your part of your lawsuit is about, a loan for child support. What happened? Right. Um, Mr. Hillard was looking to get a city job, and being on the city jobs, you're not allowed to have any debt. So well, because, you're allowed to have debt. You're just not allowed to be have behind in your child support. Or any, at that point, at any. Okay. Um, so, because we're together, and he's like, listen, when I get my tax return, Eve, I'm going to give it back to you, and stuff like that. When his tax return came, he ended up still owing some more, so I didn't end up getting it back. So he said when he get on get a job, he will start reimbursing me back. Did he ever pay you back the 500 No. And according to you, you loaned him how much money? Um, I loaned him the 750 for one car note and then 13 About 1307? 1307. Okay, do you have any proof of that? Yes. May I see the proof of that? And that's to show that the car belongs to him. What car were you driving, Tamel, at the time? It was a 2010 Dodge Journey. Okay, it certainly looks like payment was made from her account. What say you to that? Yes, ma'am, she did. Um, did, she did make a payment for the car, but I also paid her back um, for the child support and also the money that she had gave me for the car note. Do you have any proof that you paid her back? Yes, I do, ma'am. May I see the proof? 
Let's see. I gave her $4,000 last year, July 6th. I deposited a $4,000 check into my account, and then I transferred it to a shared account that we had. What was that for? That was, that was for the payment for the car note, also the payment for the child support that I asked her that could I borrow it for, from her, and I gave it back to her. I gave her a big lump sum. It was for everything that she, that she said that I owe her. This is $4,000 she said I owed her last year as well. So I just went ahead and gave her $4,000 in July, in July of All right, last now year. Now I do see a transfer from his account to your account in July for four grand. What account number is that in July? $4,000 went from his personal account into your shared account. And he's saying that was the payment for all the stuff she says I owed her. No, it wasn't. What was it? That was money that Tamel actually, what was that money for? I really don't recall $4,000 going into my account for anything for Tamel. Okay. I'm going to show Can it to I you. See? It's in July. A $3,000 cash deposit on July 5th and then a $1,000 cash deposit. Take a look, and then that's, give her this, because she's going to say that's not on, my name's not on there, and that's the same account, and let me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what also, happened between you two? Um, I know for about eight years. I still love her to, to, to this day. Um, it just, things didn't work out. I wanted You've known to her for how many years? About eight years. Eight years? Yes. Who broke up? Um, I decided to break it up. So she did, was not expecting it? Um, we was we was going downhill because we was in marriage counseling at the time for about maybe a month and it and it wasn't working. We still was having the same issues and same problems. What were the problems like um, just generally? It's just a numerous problems with kids with both our kids. Um, she has her own kids. I have my own kids um, as well as just everything in general, work wise. Um, that's it. You had already obtained your wedding dress, right? Yes, ma'am. Better to find out now, right? So a lot of money lost, man. I know. <laughs> a lot of time can't get back. I know, but you're still young. How old are you? 36. Yeah, you're young. All right, she said this is her account number, and that this one isn't. Well, your name's right on it. I mean, I don't... Uh, name, my name is on it because of... Or address. No, your name isn't on it because of your address. I don't know what you're saying. The... This is a checking account, and it has your name on it. So if he calls off the wedding, can she make him pay for the wedding dress? She can't make him, but I sure would try. Can she make it? I don't think she can make him. Maybe like split it 50-50 if it's amicable. What if he doesn't want to split it 50-50? What happens then? He should just walk away. Does he have to pay? That's the question. Does not have to pay. He should, but he doesn't have to. Okay, going inside the courtroom. You guys like commingle your funds, you get all accounts together, and then someone asks the judge, to sit here and decide from the day I decided to commingle my funds, figure out who put more money in there and who owes who what money. Um, how can you ever expect courts to get involved in that? You guys commingle your funds. And then, and then you know, it's a, well, I put more money in it than he put in it. So technically he still owes me 32% of the salad. And, you know, it's kind of bizarre that you're asking here for, you know, for him to pay $2,000 from the wedding hall. Apparently you guys lost four grand on the wedding hall, right? Yes. Okay. Wow, that hurts. And they didn't even tell you, well, if we re-rent it, we'll reimburse you, nothing? Yes, she didn't. She sent me an email that they didn't get it reimbursed. I, we was, I was emailing, yeah. talking to her on a regular basis. What, what day was it supposed to be, April what? April 7th. What'd you do year. on April 7th? Nothing. 
Don't, don't, that you can't do. You got to go out with like 20 girlfriends and get super <laughs> drunk. Okay, that's what you do. So you don't remember April 7th. Okay. <laughs> you didn't call. I would have gone with you. <laughs> All right, folks, based on what is in front of me, I cannot order him to pay you $4,557. I just can't. Um, it looks like four grand already went from the joint account, I mean, from the, his personal account into the joint account. Uh, it looks like your funds were commingled in paying for stuff, right? Yes. Okay, verdict for the defendant. Well, the plaintiff doesn't have the ammunition to uh, prevail in court today. I'm sorry for you. It didn't work out so well. Yeah. You know, how are things with you now? Is it technically really all over we, between the two of you? We, it's over, but we still speak. It's just the principle. I got my own kids, and that was money for my kids that I gave for you. Okay. Well, sorry. You must sign a few documents on your way out of the courtroom. Mr. Hilliard, if you'll step out. Uh, I, I wanted to ask you, if you, do you think it's still, it's, is it definitely all over between the two of you? It's over. I still love her. I just, it's just, this is just out of hurt and anger. You know, yeah. I gave her the money back a long time ago, and it's, just, it's all out of hurt and anger. That's all it is. Well, sorry about this. Thank you very much. Okay? Thank you. Okay. Harvey? Okay, Doug, well, there's such a thing called a gift in contemplation of marriage. And if you have a situation like that with like a, an engagement ring, then you would have to exchange money. But a wedding dress is not a gift in contemplation of marriage. The bottom line is they're right. Maybe he should pay to do the decent thing. But in reality, he is not legally bound. Don't text and drive. The People's Court is a Ralph Edwards Stubillet production.